Hey everyone, welcome to episode 7 of the Internship Show. My name is Parker Pell and I'm one of the founders of Scholars. Over the past couple of months, I've had thousands of college students ask me the same question. What does so-and-so company look for in an intern? As I was trying to answer these questions, the truth of the matter is that I don't 100% know. So what did we do? We started this podcast to get the answers you want from the companies you may be interested in working for. I'll interview heads of internship programs, directors of talent, and university relations managers from major companies across the U.S. to uncover what their programs are all about. We'll also interview some other interesting guests from time to time that have a lot of expertise in the college space. As you can probably tell, I'm super excited to be sharing these stories with you all. And today's episode is going to show that even smaller internship programs can make a big impact on students' professional lives. Today, I'll be talking with Savannah Scalier from Marlet Funding. Savannah is a talent acquisition manager and oversees all hiring from interns to full-time employees at Marlet Funding. She's a one-person team, but that doesn't stop their fintech company from embracing the power of an internship and allowing their interns to make real impact that affect Marlet Funding and their best egg product in the real world. Well, Savannah, let's get this thing started. Thanks for taking the time today. Thanks for having me. Of course, no, we're so excited to be able to chat with you today. And so for all of our listeners, could you introduce yourself as well as your role uh, within Marlet Funding? Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Savannah Scaller. Like you said, I do talent acquisition at Marlet Funding. I basically am the head of talent acquisition. I'm the only person that does all of the hiring for all of our roles. We are a fintech. If you're not familiar with the term, it's basically the marriage of finance and technology in terms of a way to automate finance for the future. And I work on hiring both interns as well as full-time positions. And I've done a lot of work in the promotion and growth of interns and um, long-term promotions within the company. That's so awesome. And so could you give a little background on Marlet funding as well? Yeah, absolutely. So Marlet has only been around about six years. We were started as literally a two-man shop. Um, to the two leaders wanted to create something that would be better for customers and address some issues that they saw in the finance industry. So as of right now, our only product is Best Egg. So you might see Marlet funding provider Best Egg loans. It's an unsecured personal consumer loan. It's a way for people who are needing cash to apply for our loan on their own and receive the money in their account within 24 to 48 hours. It's fast, it's convenient, but we still have a personalized customer touch through our representatives that work with customers directly. And we are in the process of growing. So Best Egg is an awesome product. We have great customer reviews. We're profitable as a company. So I like to say that we're no longer a startup. We're really in growth mode. We just hit 250 full-time employees. We have a small office on the West Coast in California, so we do hire interns out there too, really focused on data science and data analytics, as you get a lot of the great technologies coming out of the West Coast. And then we're really on the cusp of growth in terms of launching new products. So we're creating other products that will help our customers have easy access to funds to enjoy their life, which is really the mission of our company. That is so awesome. And mission-driven companies are something that students are always looking for as well when they're seeking an internship opportunity. Are there any core values that Marlet Funding has that, that you could hit on that you believe are, are important to the, the company culture? Sure, absolutely. So some of our core values center around direct, honest, transparent communication. So from the leaderships all the way up throughout the ranks, we really focus on divulging facts and information to 
all of the employees as equal so that we really know what the business goals are and what drives us. We have core values that focus on customer centricity. So our customer is really, really the heart of our business and all of the functions in our company center around what we're doing for our customers. So it's not just the call center or the telephone service roles. It's really everybody from marketing, from technology, from data, from myself. We really focus on servicing our customers and understanding our customers' needs. Um, employee needs are also one of our core values and really making sure even in really hard times like this, employee health, employee safety, and um, just really good values that integrate us as a company are upfront and in the foremost. That's so awesome. And so can you give an overview of your internship program? Because like you mentioned, you all just surpassed that startup phase and have a decent amount of employees. So could you speak on your internship program um, from the recruitment process to the students that you're looking for to what kind of the day-to-day -day is like? Sure, absolutely. So we've utilized interns since really very early stages of the company. Typically, we like to do six months internships as a co-op program through participating universities. So in a co-op internship, it would be more very much like a full-time role where you'd be there six months, 40 hours a week, primarily on site, traditionally is what we were doing. But then we do have an influx of summer interns as well as some winter interns as well. I would say overall, we typically, what our targets were about between eight to 12 interns at any given time. If you look at our company size, that makes up about 5% of our workforce. And the interview process to become an intern, so we post on a variety of platforms, and that's part of what I'm doing right now is networking with better platforms and more companies to get our mission out there, especially on the West Coast. Um, but if you apply to an internship through us, the first thing that happens is your resume is screened, and then you get a phone screen. It actually goes directly to the hiring manager, not myself. I'll do the phone screens for full-time positions. The hiring manager will talk to you, then you get an assessment. Our assessment tests are pretty important. This is how we gauge... And it's critical thinking challenges. It's not, you know, coding tests or in, in the role. Um, this is how we gauge if somebody is showing potential to learn quickly and to have a lot of very short ramp up time. So if you pass the assessment test, then you have an on-site or a virtual meeting. So if the person lives close to our office now, we would do a face-to-face on-site if possible. But if not, we'll do a web meeting or a hangout with two or three people within the team. Um, and then we make our decision from there. And you spoke on, do you all hire from a variety of different majors or backgrounds or have a specific grad year that you focus on? So a lot of our internships, we try to focus on technology. So if I can find interns that have data science or computer software um, backgrounds, there's a lot more openings. However, we do have interns in finance. Um, we have a good amount of finance department. A lot of our finance is analytics-based. So whether you're in data tech, data science, software engineering, finance, or even in some of our auditing roles, we still look for students that have maybe had some exposure to analytical tool skill sets like Power BI, SQL, um, even Excel pivot tables and things like that, being a FinTech analytics and understanding and compiling data and interpreting results and using those results to create business change is useful in all departments. And we lean on our interns to really help build out a lot of those new processes. So 
typically always analytics. I do hire marketing interns, so I wouldn't say every role is, is analytical, but overall having those core skill sets would really stand out for us in any department. So I'm a student and I've accepted an offer to intern with your company. What should I expect on day one and what should I expect my day to day to be like? Sure. So day one, you're actually going to go through the onboarding process that our full-time employees go through. So you will sit in compliance training, you will sit in brand training, you will sit in customer training, you will meet with information security. The only thing that you won't do is enroll for benefits, but otherwise you will be starting on day one with other interns as well as other full-time employees. We're small, so we do all of our onboarding together um, a couple days a month on the same day. So you're going to have exposure to people with um, a lot more career experience than you. You should expect to be polished and bring your A game, um, but also meet other interns, ask great questions, pay attention. You're gonna have immediate exposure to how organizations work because you're gonna have things that you need to get done. So you're gonna have to um, follow your calendar your invites and find the meeting room and show up there. And just all of those little things, you're not gonna get a lot of handholding, but I think it's a really great experience because it's very, very much like real life. And we try as much as we can to treat our interns as we treat our regular full-time employees. So you have that exposure. You're gonna have deliverables, you're gonna have goals, and um, you're going to get some hands-on training in the role. But we don't have a ton of professional hands-on training built out. So it's gonna be about a day and a half of modules, but that's it, your um, hiring manager within your department that you're hired for will give you some things and you'll work on those things and you'll have some deliverables and you have some things that you're expected to produce and some cross-functional teams set up and some goals to strive for and that'll really be it. It should be very busy, it should be very focused. Um, everybody gets their own coffee, so you won't have to do that, um, but it'll be, really very close to what um, a real world experience would be like for anybody else working for us. That's so exciting to hear and students are always looking to make an impact while they're an intern with a company, especially students in data science who want to make an impact with that company. And so could you speak a little bit more on the cross-functional piece of work that you mentioned in your internship program if students can work with one department and maybe get some experience in another department while they're interning with you all? Sure. So for, because we're small, our departments, are, all of our departments are less than 50 people. So if you're given a task, let's say you are updating our data onboarding um, process and data onboarding is used in every team across the company, anybody who needs to access Marlette's data sets. So if you're working on this on this project, you will need to work with someone in technology who's maybe an ETL programmer, but you might have to work with somebody in corporate communications or somebody in finance because you're accessing some finance data. So a lot of times you'll have meetings where you're included with a few members from different teams because we're working towards a goal that affects everybody. I want to say most of the projects that you will work on, although it'll be focused on your skill set, it will affect everybody. These are interns to update a lot of internal information and process so if you're going to do something that affects everybody you need to understand what you're doing first right so a lot of times you have some um, initial meetings where you meet with um, different people in different departments to understand what they need you'll take your notes and you go back and you'll do it so you're not going to only be delivering um, maybe updated documents or spreadsheets to your manager your manager is going to say hey here's the people that i need you to help right now 
and we're very flexible. If you're doing a six month internship with us, the projects and the focus and the priorities are going to change a few times. So you might be tasked on different projects. And honestly, the, the quit more quickly and the better that you complete your projects, the more that you'll be given to do and the more challenge and exposure that you'll have. That's awesome. And could you speak a little bit more on how mentorship is incorporated into your internship program? It's one of my, our students' favorite questions to always learn about. And it seems like your interns have a manager that they report directly to. Could you speak a little bit more on that? Yeah, absolutely. I think mentorship is so important, not just during your internship, but in general, um, when you're seeking out a career or at the experience level while you're in college, you should have a strong mentor. Um, your hiring manager is going to be somebody who's mid-level in their career. So the managers that oversee your interns are not necessarily the department heads or high-level managers. A lot of times they're not managing anybody else. They're doing their hands-on role. So maybe five, six, seven years experience, your, your manager might be a hands-on programmer or hands-on data scientist. So the person you're reporting to um, is someone that you might be able to get to their level in the next couple of years. So they really function as a good mentor because you can ask them, well, how did you get to your level? Um, what should I do next? What do you recommend? Our managers you know, really like to think about our interns in terms of what they want to do. Um, in their career path. They had regular one-on-one -on -one meetings, not just to check in on the work and see how they're doing, but in general, be able to help, help offer valuable advice, especially as you learn about their background and how maybe they pivoted or they grew or they transitioned. I don't think anybody graduated from college 10 years ago and said, I wanna be in FinTech, right? It didn't exist. So they had to mold and grow at some point, especially also in terms of direct feedback. We really base our culture values, like I said earlier, on direct, transparent communication. And it's a great experience for our managers to get some exposure to doing that, but it's also a great experience for interns. If you're not doing well in an area, we're gonna tell you right away. And we're gonna tell you in an awesome, helpful way. We're gonna give you the tools and the resources to get better, but we're gonna be very direct. You need um, work on XYZ. Let's pretend pivot tables, for example. So you, if you have initiative and drive, you could take some extra time to learn and study that, but it also can give you valuable impact um, in the feedback to focus on the rest of your college career. Maybe you take courses in a certain thing next semester that focuses on some of your weaknesses or brings out some of your strengths, or you learn some of your strengths because your manager told you, and then that can kind of shape the eventual career path that you end up taking. So I think that direct, honest feedback of being part of the culture is really um, very, very invaluable for interns because nobody really wants it to be sugar-coated, right? If you, if you can give people exactly uh, what they need to work on, I think there's like almost nothing more valuable than that. So students, what are you hoping that your interns take away from their internship program with your company? So we're hoping that they take away a lot of real world experience and not just um, hands on skills, but what does it really feel like to self manage? What does a self starter actually do? A lot of people say that they don't want to be in a micromanaged environment and they want to have flexible hours and we have all those things, but we are very goal oriented as a company. So if you're running late, you don't have to text anyone. I'm running late and all these things. I mean, a lot of our programs, you have hours requirements through the school. So you have to fit those, but we're super, super flexible with our interns. At the same time, you have goals and you have deliverables and you, what you're working on, you can see how that um, impacts the company as a whole. And so we want people to really just 
gained that experience in themselves of keeping themselves on track, of asking for help when they need it, of reaching out to the right person in an organization, because it's a lot different than reaching out to a professor or, you know, your professor has open office times and your career services has open sessions. And college can sometimes make things a little bit easier for you, which is great, but the real world doesn't necessarily do that. We, so we try to get people to get a lot of that experience so that when they take their full-time jobs, um, sometimes it's with us and that's great if, if we do convert and keep people with us, but if it's not, we still want them to have learned enough to be able to grow and um, have just a good long-term career in, in whatever they end up doing as well as hopefully, you know, a good memories of Marlad, good of friends, um, good associates that they made and things that they learned along the way. Is the goal of your internship program to bring on your interns full-time in the long run? So this is going to be more and more of a bigger goal moving forward, um, slightly on pause due to current, you know, Corona pandemic and so forth. But in general, as we were setting up kind of um, the next stage of our internship strategy, we want to convert more people into opportunistic roles. So it might not be an approved headcount role, which is how we kind of did it before, but we want to look for strong talent and acquire them as we are able to. We're going to grow. We're probably going to double in size in the next two to three years. If things stay on track with product development, that might be a little bit longer out based on the economy, but um, in doing so, it's an advantage to both. It's a win-win if we can convert people to opportunistic roles. So right now we've converted, I think, about five people um, within the past five years. So that's not too bad. Those people have promoted, I think, two and three times. I The, the most that someone's promoted in the past three years of hiring was three times. And that person was an intern. So sure, that's a goal. But um, I think as we grow, that's going to become a bigger goal. It's not necessarily the first goal for internship. A lot of times we just have work that needs to be done temporarily and we want to give, um, you know, college students a chance to do it uh, versus always having a long-term role open. So as a student, you're always looking at different companies and different sizes of companies. You can go into a company worth an internship program, the size of 500, or you can go into an internship program with five and there's different pros and cons to each size of those internship programs. Would you speak on from your perspective, what's the pro of interning with your company, which may be smaller, but seems like it may be more hands-on and real world experience. Sure. So I think a lot of times, Students take an internship in a field that they want to learn more about. Not everybody knows exactly what they want to do. A few people do, and that's great. Some people do, and they end up changing anyway. It's That's normal. So I think what you get in being with a little bit of a smaller company, like I said, we're about 250 right now, is that even though you're doing your task and your focus, let's say you were in software engineering, you still have exposure to different teams. Like I said, you're attending our company meetings you are hearing our quarterly results. So you're hearing updates from all the different teams. I've had an intern recently um, do a software engineering um, program and this person did really well, but they found out that they actually are more interested in data science for themselves. So it helped them craft a little bit more of a data science focus in their career because they had some exposure and they understood what data scientists do. They saw how it powered our business. And although they didn't do that, it just showed them in the real world, what is that? versus taking a data science course, right? The course doesn't always show you exactly what it's like on the day-to-day, but you get a lot more exposure on the day-to-day uh, for different teams and different people and what they do. 
And the end of your internship program is so cool. And we spoke on it before we started recording the show. Could you talk about the presentation that your interns do at the end of their tenure as an intern with your company? Yeah, absolutely. So we want to give our interns experience, not just in their field or their skill set, but just in life. So presentation skills, public speaking, we can always all work on those. And you have classroom experience, but we actually give you uh, real world experience. So we ask all of our interns to prepare a 10 minute presentation. And that's all we tell them a 10 minute presentation on what you did. And you can be creative with it. It gives you some PowerPoint skills um, and it gives you a lot of exposure for that. You kind of understand why did I study all this stuff in school? Because we actually use those things every day in our company. But then you present those to the executive leaders of the company. So you're actually presenting to the CEO and some of our C-suite executives and then fielding the questions that they ask. And so I think it's just invaluable experience because we're small. You can still be close enough to the head. Um, versus, you know, being maybe if we were global and the head is in another country, that would be hard to have an intern have that one-on-one -on -one connection with execs. But we actually give you a chance to make a presentation to execs, short, concise, answer the questions, and you can kind of add a little bit that, of that to your experience. You could talk about that in future interviews, and hopefully it, it adds, you know, really invaluable um, learning opportunity for the interns. Certainly. And so... What do you believe is the power of an internship and the purpose of an internship for a college student? Sure, so I believe the power of an internship is testing the waters in real world experience without kind of messing up your, your job history, right? So we don't wanna switch a lot of jobs quickly. There's pros and cons to that. That's a whole nother podcast episode, right? But you get to kind of test things um, without actually committing to them for the long term. So you learn more about yourself. It's really hard to learn about yourself just based on what you do in school. You have to really get into it in the day to day. Um, for example, myself, I was really scared to take a job in recruiting because it was at a desk and my background was restaurant management. And even though I wasn't an intern, I just was like, oh, I don't know if I can sit at a desk all day, but I'm talking a lot, so maybe I can. And I just had to kind of take a risk and just go for it because I needed health insurance at the time. But as an intern, I would have had a lot of um, power in being able to kind of test that out. I think also connections, right? The, your doors open so much by networking. You can apply to jobs online. There's a way to do that and get hired. But at the same time, I see it all the time. Networking always stands out. Networking opens so many doors. So if you are a hard worker, even if you don't end up taking the path of what you did as an internship, you met other people who are then going to leave that company and work at other companies who are going to remember you. Connect with everybody you meet on LinkedIn while you're doing your internship. Be professional at all times. Ask great questions. Be ethical in your work. Have great integrity. Even if you don't love what you're doing, if you're awesome at it and you work really hard, you will find more doors open for you in the future and more opportunities come from it. So I think that having professional contacts who know how you work is completely invaluable. And I think that's probably one of the best, um, maybe lesser um, talked about um, impacts of having an internship and what to do with it. But you guys have to, you know, you guys have to make that happen. Uh, nobody's like connecting with you. Not all of our colleagues uh, actively connect with our interns, but if you reach out to them and connect with them on LinkedIn, they'll always accept you. But you have to kind of um, do the scary thing and break the ice and build those connections yourself 
Um, but it's so much more easier to do on the inside out as an intern. We always speak to our student listeners about the power of a network and how even if it feels kind of weird sometimes cold emailing someone and asking them to get coffee, if you can put your best foot forward, people want to give advice to you. And it seems like if a student interning was interning with your company, they would be able to reach out to anyone in the company, get access to anyone and say, hey, can you grab a cup of coffee? I would love to learn about what you do as the CEO of your company, for example. Um, and so obviously internships are going virtual currently. What do you believe is the ability for an internship to go virtual? Do you think that students can get the same thing out of an, a virtual internship? Absolutely. I think it's the same as um, me working right now completely virtually, right? I can't say that, oh, I'm not doing anything. No, we're getting stuff done. We're doing it. We're making it work. It feels a little bit more awkward, but um, just like you said, if you're reaching out, right, if as long as a company has a few tools in place, um, a Zoom, a Slack, email, most companies have at least these, you can still reach out to people, you can still talk, you can still communicate, and you can still get things done, um, especially at a company like ours, everything's on the cloud, everything is accessible. Um, I would say my biggest tip would be it's a little bit harder to, it might be a little bit harder to keep yourself on track or to stay focused if you are working from home um, versus being on site if you're new in your career, if you're an intern, but at the same time, maybe not because you're in school anyway, right? So you have to get a lot of stuff done and juggle a lot of things and you're doing that from home. Um, so it might even be a little bit of an advantage because you're not commuting. Um, sometimes we have people commuting really far just with the opportunity. You're saving that. So you just kind of have to look for the silver linings, do the best with it. Um, we have interns that are finishing up. They just finished up and they were, so they were doing about the last month, um, of a six month program remotely and they still got things finished. They still got it done. They still work with the teams, just like the rest of the full-time employees were. So I definitely think it's, um, completely capable. Probably it would take a little bit more, um, legwork between the managers and the interns and communication, but also it's great if the companies can build in um, some social events virtually. That's something we're working on doing, building in some happy hours, building in some coffee talks, building in some lunches. Even though it's virtual, we have to kind of make the effort because we recognize that that's important. So even though our face-to-face -face means of doing that have gone, we just have to make the effort to make that happen virtually to probably deliver a really good, well-rounded um, virtual experience. That's great advice. And we've been speaking and telling our students, just pick up a book, start reading, better yourself in one way or another to put your best foot forward during these times to come out on top and say, oh, when I was doing my classes remotely, I learned how to code or I read a great book and this is what it was about. Um, so Savannah, was there anything that else that you would want to share with our student listeners about Best Egg, um, your advice to them or anything like that? Sure. So yeah, I definitely agree with all of your points. Um, just to kind of wrap it up, uh, we're going to be growing a lot, both California and our headquarters in Wilmington, Delaware, um, finance and technology. So look out for us. We're on LinkedIn, we're on Glassdoor, we can connect. Um, but also for yourself, I think what you just said was really, really great. Your degree isn't going to work for you, right? You have to put the work in. Um, 
there are going to be some downtimes, but outside of your coursework and your professors and an internship, maybe you're struggling to get an internship right now. Maybe you were interviewing for one and it got closed. You can still better yourself. You can still improve. There are so many resources out there online. There's so many great books. There's so many online webinars. There's so many people that I see that used to charge for courses doing it for free right now. And it's really valuable. Look for some of the thought leaders, follow them. If you're on Instagram, follow them on wherever, subscribe to their email lists, maybe create a professional email for yourself that is focused on that. But if you can better yourself, what happens when you do interview for your job or interview for the internship? You have so many more talking points. So it's not just that you're better yourself. When you're interviewed with a manager and they say, well, what have you been doing in this downtime? And you list three books that you read and two courses that you take, you are automatically an A player even though nobody opened a door or gave you a, a role at first, to me, you automatically become an A player because not only are you saying, oh, I've been bettering myself. You're giving me actual things that you've been doing and it shows me that you can stay positive and you can make the most with what you have. And honestly, if the goal is to be a good, um, to have a good career, to have be a good long-term employee, to have stability, that's what you need regardless of what you end up doing. Um, and I think that's something that we look for in our top employees and in the interns that we do convert. Well, for myself and from all of our listeners, I wanted to thank you for taking the time today. It was so insightful to learn about the internship program that you all are running. That was episode seven of The Internship Show. And for any of our listeners interested in high growth companies in the fintech space, I'm sure you learned a ton. Thanks again to Savannah Scalier from Marlet Funding for coming on and talking about their best egg product, their internship program, and why interning for a company with a smaller program can make the work that you do that much more impactful. I'm your host, Parker Pell, and if you've enjoyed listening, go ahead and subscribe to The Internship Show wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you have time, I'd love for you to share this episode with one of your friends that you believe would want to tune into the show. To listen to all of our shows and get updates on future ones, check out our website, theinternshipshow.com. With that said, we'll see you all next time when we speak with another awesome company highlighting their college programs and have a great day.